Hey everybody, welcome to Random Musings from the Clinical Trials Guru. I really want to thank you for listening. If you feel compelled to do so, make sure you subscribe, uh, leave a review, comment, share, whatever you feel like doing. Help me out trying to grow this podcast, trying to continuously deliver value. A couple of things before we get into the show, check out the links in the show notes to my CRA Academy, my CRC Academy, both of them doing very well as far as getting people jobs in the marketplace. Check those out. Also, if you need help getting studies for your site or anything else, or even launching a site, basically any help for your site, we have a low monthly fee consulting service where we have helped many clients become and continue to be successful site owners through our background efforts of business development and support staff. Text me 949-415-6256. Please check out the links in the show notes as well for the book, The Comprehensive Guide to Clinical Research. It's been selling really well, getting very well received by the community. Thank you guys so much for that. Also check out the YouTube member page. Join this channel to get perks. That's my YouTube uh, membership. It's 10 bucks a month. You get a monthly mastermind exclusively. It's a Zoom call every month with other YouTube members. Uh, You also get weekly videos exclusive to the YouTube members on how to use social media to improve your opportunities in life sciences. So check that out. Really means a lot to me. And thank you so much again for listening and enjoy the show. And we are live, guys. Ask us anything, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube. It is Friday. On Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, I like to go live on the channel just to discuss anything that's on your mind, anything that's on my mind, kind of have a unstructured uh, meeting place for all of us. I generally, I have to have a title on these things, so clinical trial opportunities, just got off of a hour and a half Latinos in clinical research founders meeting. Yes, that's an hour and a half Zoom uh, for LICR, talking about all kinds of opportunities. And I also talking about uh, with the same co-founders of the parent company, the clinical research circle. So by the time you guys see this, if it's a replay, you know, the opportunity, I'm going to have Chris join me right now so we can get his take on our meetings and on the various opportunities. But there was there was one, hey, Gazelle, how's it going? Uh, love Gazelle, ophthalmology CRA, former CRA Academy student. Uh, Gazelle, if you want to do like a quick motivational, like 30 to 60 minute talk, uh, this week or next, this week's over. So next week, let me know for our new CRA Academy graduates. They're, they're about to be done. They're in week 11 now. So if you feel like you're up for it, this reminded me to ask you, if not, it's okay. Just let me know. They loved it last time too. Um, and I'm gonna have Chris come on and join me. Is it possible to get a medical monitor position for foreign medical graduates with residency? but have medical monitoring experience? Oh, maybe. For in your case, maybe for international studies. But it typically what I've seen is on international studies, 
when the sponsor is in another country, usually the medical monitor is from that country. In the U.S., if you've moved to the U.S., it's going to be tough to do like even an international study. If it's based out of the U.S., the main team, they're going to want U.S. medical monitor. But in your case, because you have medical monitoring experience, you might actually be able to do it. It's not going to be easy, as easy as a licensed physician, but you might actually be able to do it. And then here's Chris. Chris. Gazelle says, good morning. I invited her to teach the CRA Academy special bonus session so she could pump people up. Uh, Going to pump you up, huh? Yeah. She did it last time, and the students really liked her, so... I, I just, she being on reminded me. So basically I was talking about uh, all our different, oh, I like Vader back there. That's Who's that, Vader? Oh, Fezzik? How's yeah. it going, Fezzik? Good boy. Good boy, Fezzik. So Chris, I was just telling the viewers, and by the way, put your comments, questions, anything. This is all in, obviously it's informal. There's a German Shepherd on the screen. This can't, how do you say you're informal without actually saying you're informal? Here you go. You're looking. There you at go. It. You're looking at it. So, uh, we just got off an hour and a half clinical research circle slash Latinos in clinical research strategy yeah, session, and that motivated this live stream. Also, I had a podcast that got canceled, so that motivated this live stream too. The opportunities. That's the title I put here. The opportunities are tremendous, and. I'm going to tell you, Chris, because we did that KMPH CEO interview yesterday, Chem Farm. Mm-hmm. So they mailed, they emailed me back afterwards like, hey, the video really did well on stock tweets and on social media. I think we had like a thousand views in less than 24 hours. Well, that's pretty good. Yeah. With like, you can just go to the Clinical Research Circle YouTube channel and check it out to see like right now if you want live. But anyways, they messaged me like, hey, we would like to maybe have something more formal with you doing this on a regular basis. They were talking to me, mm-hmm. and I was letting you guys know that I said yes, but I was letting you guys know that we're really going to do it under the circle because I don't need another – number one, I don't need another job. And number two, um, I think it's better to do it under that business because that's kind of one of the business lines that we plan on doing is – social investor type of stuff. So we might have our first client for that. And you, you know what I was thinking, Chris? This is like something I don't even think I told you. So you know somebody trying to break into the industry? It's going to take a little bit of like you, – you have to like stocks maybe a little bit. But somebody trying to break into the industry. Which industry? Clinical research? Clinical research, biotech just everything right okay um and we give this is certainly not the most conventional strategy i've given the strategies how to intern how to do the crc cra academy but if you're interested in stocks you should pick one biotech or maybe three and cover them extensively on youtube i mean imagine if all you did you're trying to break into research all you did was do YouTube videos every day on Chem Farm. Like you would get their attention within a month. Oh yeah, certainly. A and then they company. would yeah. yeah, exactly. Small is the new big. 
And then eventually, if you're good, that's the big if, right? You have to be good, too. They're going to say, well, how do we make this more formal? Mm-hmm. And then you're going to tell them, well, I don't mind doing this, but what I really want to do is be into research. And they'll say, okay, no problem. You can join our team or something like that. But if you continue to do these videos for us, but we'll, sure, we'll like- guide you. We'll guide you better. And I'm not saying take Kemp Farm because they're going to hire us already. They're not going to want you guys. We're already there with Kemp Farm. But there's like thousands of these biotechs out there. Thousands. thousands. Yeah, I'm going to do one of those on my YouTube members page for just for the YouTube members. Like I'm going to interview you today about our reaction channel. Mm -hmm. But YouTube is such a good way to get business done no matter what it is. Like you know, if you're covering a biotech, you can basically get your foot in the door in research, right? Um, I mean, you can. And guess what? Let's say you pick three companies and you're covering every day those companies for three months and you're not getting any connections with the companies. Switch companies. Do another. Start, you know, same YouTube channel. Start focusing on three more biotechs. Pretty oh. soon they're going to come out and see you. So I would add, and this is a given most likely, but make sure they have a pipeline, right? Well, of course. I mean, they've got to be public and... No, but a pipeline, a current pipeline, an investigational a research and development pipeline, right? Because right. if they don't, there's no need for research for them, right? And if you're trying to get into research, sure. there has to be a, a venue. Oh, so you're saying they should be in like clinical research, not preclinical. Right. Okay, yeah, I agree. I agree, but even then, right? Take it because a lot of pre, a lot of things in preclinical don't make it to clinical, mm-hmm. so you don't want to cover, waste your time covering uh, one of those companies and their drugs right. never make it to clinical. Right. So yeah, clinical they have to be in like phase one to phase three, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which most biotechs are. Just look at that's their- what I'm saying. It's probably a given, but you want to verify, right? So just okay. an idea I had, you know, for. Based on what we were talking, the other ideas, we like to give free ideas to people. And I'm going to go, like, if you're not a YouTube member, you're missing out. I'm going to do a video today with Chris dissecting why we have a reaction channel. But I'm also going to do a separate video for just myself on the YouTube members page on how to start covering some of these biotechs if you want to get your foot in the door. I mean, oftentimes, the best way to get your foot in the door is to have a podcast and say, hey, I run this channel. I would like to interview the CEO. You know, how many people can get conversations with Travis Mickle? It's not like he wants to talk to, to us or to me. Mm-hmm. Now he does because he knows us. But he came on because we had the platform, not because I'm cool and want to talk to him. You know, so you kind of have to build it and they will come. He even used those words the other day. Yeah, I I might disagree a little bit there because disagree, and I'll give you my rebuttal. I'm ready. Sure, you have an established platform that he can see and review. So somebody just starting out, they're not going to have that. They're going to have what two subscribers, maybe four, and it's just not going to be an established platform. I don't You're know. Biotech, to... you can get like twenty in a week. Sure, but what I'm saying is, it may take a while to establish yourself to get some following before you're going to get a CEO who's willing to allow you to interview them. 
That's all I'm saying. Right, right. And my my counter, you're right. Of course, it's more challenging when you're just starting. My counter to that is what's more effective. I have a YouTube channel, albeit small, where I cover just your company, Mr. Mm -hmm. CEO. This is my message to him. Mm -hmm. Versus completely separate person, same CEO. Hi, I want a job. I think what you do is cool. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Sure, it would carry a little bit of weight. Sure. Yep, yep. But the strategy, nobody's choosing the former. Everybody's choosing that latter strategy. Well, let's be honest. And (laughs) I might be in this camp. I'm not sure. But most people are somewhat lazy. It's a lot of work for... Oh, I agree 100%. For maybe a return. Maybe. It's not a guarantee. It's 100%. And you're not in that. I don't think you're in that camp. We got a question... Munir, how's it going? Shout out to you. I would like to open startup on how to accelerate the startup process. So you want to open a new company on how to accelerate the startup process. That will require a lot of money. Thank you for all your amazing effort. The answer is it can require a lot of money, just like any business. You can spend a lot of money starting a business. But I think what this, what these kind of businesses in life science require is your intellect, right? What's up here between the ears? If you know how to handle study startup quickly and you have a process in place and you've been doing it for at least five years and you figured it out like where sites go wrong and how you can do that, you can do this, right? And it doesn't require money. It requires your time and your efforts. If you want to, it gets costly when you want to integrate technology into it and things like that. And especially if you want to build your own technology, of course, that's going to cost millions. If you want to just use off the shelf tech that already exists and only pay for it when a sponsor agrees to hire you, different story, less risk. I don't know what Chris thinks about this. Well, I don't know who their market would be. Smaller sites that are research naive, maybe, but smaller sites aren't going to want to pay you much, if anything. So you're probably looking more at maybe larger SMOs. Um, no, they're looking at, I think they're looking at sponsors. Okay. Just like we had our call yesterday sure. with that one sponsor, and they were saying their study startup uh, are slow. Okay, too. sure. Okay, let's take it from that route. So what problems are they going to solve, right? Um, what's causing the delays and what technology do they have to eliminate those delays? So I guess that's where your focus is, right? What's, right. what's the cause of the delays? Because we help sponsors with this, Monir, and we don't use very much tech. We use our Maybe. network. We use our network of sites and our influence on the sites to make this happen. So if you don't have that, you have to have something. What's your competitive advantage? That's our competitive advantage. We're slowly integrating tech as we see fit, but our competitive advantage is our network we've established and still building. So yours might be something else. I don't know. So the delays are our contract, the contract process, and then of course getting the regulatory in place. Those are the two delays on startup. So can you solve those two problems? I mean, if a site knows how to do regulatory, an experienced site, they can do regulatory in an hour and a half. It can be all done within an hour and a half. Yep. It's just a matter of getting them to do it. So it's not a tech problem. It's it's a put your effort here problem, right? Do this I now agree. problem. 
I agree. So this business, and we're going to get to the other questions, does not require a lot of money. Requires a lot of time. SM, how's it going? Always asking these kind of questions. Does the data collected in eSource electronically transcribe into the EDC, or does the CRC enter the data manually from eSource to EDC? They enter it manually. The day is coming when this is going to be done automatically, but it's not here yet. Mm-hmm. So right now they do it manually, and I don't know when it's going to be done automatically. My guess would be the next decade, not this there's, one. There's the a text. One. There's a tech solution for you. There's a tech solution for you, and one of the companies we work we use, Creo. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't know if I'm supposed to even say this, but why not? They're thinking of doing this as well. And it's no secret. I mean, all the e-source companies are thinking of how to do this. The problem is, I don't think you can develop an e-source system that's that's just plug and play into any um, EDC. They're working on it. Mm, all right. They're working on it. And Do you know what they have in their favor is there's only like five EDC systems primarily. The large used. ones, right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So it works in their favor a little bit. Uh, Mark G, what up, Mark G? How's it going on a Friday? If you have a small site and PI in mind who's ready to supplement their practice with clinical trials, oh, Mark, you're speaking my language. What is the best way to approach sponsors for studies? Well, I'm doing this right now. So the best way in my case is talk about the area I'm in. It's underserved. Research has never been done here. And, I, and I'm experienced, and I'm the coordinator. So that's how I approach sponsors. Um, you might approach, I don't know. See, this is related to the last question. You have to find your competitive advantage. If you're in a crowded market, it's going to be tougher. But you know what? PIs, physicians, research naive physicians, here's your competitive advantage wherever you are on God's green earth. Research naive physicians generally have research naive patients sponsors love research naive patients everybody's gone green everybody's going green but you know what they don't like to go green they don't like to recycle patients they want brand new patients so that's your competitive advantage but the flip to that dan is they don't like research naive physicians pis of course so you have a balancing act there but we also live in the real world right Right. Sponsors want this. Sure. They prefer experience sites. But what do they want more? They want those patients. Mm-hmm. Fresh blood. Right? And especially in a time like right now where there's more studies than the industry can handle. In more mm-hmm. limited study supply times, they could be picky. Just like with the CRAs. They want... Right now, they're not even saying they want preferred to have two years or more experience. Right. Preferred is the key word. Right. So they're taking CRAs with a year experience. That doesn't mean what you're going to get. Yeah. Just like when we take a study, we're like, well, we prefer the budget pay us this. And then they say, well, this is what it's going to pay. And then Chris negotiates and says, well, we would prefer this. And they say, okay, we'll meet somewhere there in the middle. It's the same thing with these things. Of course. Everything's negotiation, guys. If you're going to learn one skill in life, it's negotiation. And we Chris can does it on a daily basis. We can help you, Mark. Yeah, Mark. 
Hit me up, Mark. Chris is confused why there's robots. Don't be. If you don't know what to comment, just like Rex Alexander, a strong YouTube member supporter, you put robots in the comments to mess with the algorithms. That's mm. what we're doing. This is for the algos. Brittany, what is up? How's it going on LinkedIn? Nice to see you on a Friday. That is the place to be, is LinkedIn. So, I don't know. Thinking of wrapping up this live stream soon. I have to go to my site. Let's see what am I going to do at the site, if you're curious. Meet with the NP. You know Jaime. Try to do a video with Jaime. Meet with the PI for 10 minutes. Um, not even sure why. Oh, yeah. We're going to run by the PI, Chris, the one who's really nice with us. Working with the other PI, the first one we discussed, mm -hmm. if like he would be okay with us also doing some studies in his office and kind of get a feel for that PI. If he tells us no, like not a good dude, yeah, we won't do it. But if he says sure, I don't care, right? We might do it. Or if he says somewhere in between, you know, just kind of make him feel part of the process, um, even though he's not a true owner yet, right? right. That's the idea. I didn't want to burn bridges. Uh, Rex. Rex. I have seen some pushback from sponsors on inexperienced CRAs being added to the trial. Any suggestions for someone to overcome that? Rex, I love you, man. This is a slam dunk. Let me. You threw the alley-oop. Let me windmill that. Dominique Wilkins style. Vince Carter with my elbow in the rim. All right. This is easy. CRA Academy. Easy. Easy answer. Why? We have real breast cancer study right now. I don't know about in the future. Right now, we have a real breast cancer study that every graduate gets to monitor. Remote monitor real reports mm -hmm. with real follow-up letters and action items being sent to the coordinator. That's how you overcome that. So I have a question to the audience, everybody who's listening. We Did may not you... have time for all this, Chris, but go well, ahead. It's quick. Just okay. yes or no. Did, did you all understand Dan's color? My color. It's yeah, red col and blue the, behind the, me. Co the color to the answer for, uh, to Rex's question. Oh, the color commentary. Yeah. yeah. Let did me you know if you understand that. that. Alley-oop, windmill. Yeah. Windmill, yeah, all that. Vince Carter, Dominique Wilkins. Yeah. Some will understand certain degrees of it. A lot will understand all of it. Okay. Right? Um, who's the point of contact one should approach on the sponsor side? And are there key factors different from the ones you've mentioned that sponsors are looking? Uh, it's anyone you can find. Anyone on the study team, clinical trial manager would be good. Project manager would be good. Um, lead CRA, literally anyone you can find contact for on clinicaltrials.gov or on um, other tools that you can use that are out there. And if they're not the right person, some of them will connect you to the right person. So it's just hit or miss. It's hit or miss. We do this for sites too. Like I'll echo what Chris says, Mark, we can help you. We charge a small monthly fee. You're going to get way more benefit out of it than what you're going to spend, especially with inflation, especially with inflation. Get it, get it while we're hot, get it while we're cheap because inflation is coming. And I don't know what our prices are going to be in the future. Yeah, right now, I know it's thirteen hundred. It's thirteen hundred a month. Okay, Ashby, you can't even get a fence built in your yard for 
thirteen hundred a month. Fence, Bill, you can't go 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 to the grocery store and get the same basket full of groceries you could get for the same price now a month later, right? Twenty yeah. percent more now. All right, let's get through these because I gotta go. Just a few more. The problem with these live stream is people comment at the end when you know when they know you gotta go. Thanks a lot, guys. Instead of putting likes, you just put more comments. So I can't leave now. <laughs> Ash. How do I transition from Reg Ops Associate to CRC? And is there any job in clinical research that affords good work-life balance? Uh, remote Site Monitor would be one that I can think of. That's a newer one. CRC is good work-life balance because you don't travel. Um, how do you go from Reg Ops Associate to CRC? You just apply to CRC jobs. And if you're running into issues, do the CRC Academy. That'll work. But... Really, it's just applying LinkedIn networking, networking with the commenters, Ash. That's one way to do it. I mean, there's, it's no different than anyone else trying to get into a coordinator position. And right now, they're in demand. Vinit. Hi, Dan. I'm currently working as a Q2 as... Wait, this is a weird question coming up. Hi, Dan. I'm currently working as at Q2 Solutions... Okay, Ikevia. I'm already lost, Vinny. I don't know if I want to read any more of this. this is uh, too it's, much. It's, it's simpler as you go along. As a lab centralized project coordinator too, I'm Easy. planning for my master's from the United States. Master's in clinical research from the United States. Just curious about H1B scenario regarding clinical research. Can you please shed some light on this? So I don't think the master's going to help you. Um it's certainly well, not going to hurt, but it's well, not going to help. So question. You have some experience with this, I think, at the H-1Bs, right? So I've sponsored some coordinators, yeah. Right. So he already works for Ikevia. Couldn't he just get them to sponsor him in the United States? You can or ask, for- Vinit. Um, I know somebody who did this from Brazil, and she moved to the U.S. I think it was with PPD. No, it was with Icon. She was a lead a line manager in Brazil. Uh, she's a pharmacist in Brazil, and then she wanted to move to the U.S. with her husband, and they worked it out to where, hey, you know, in San Diego, we need a line manager right now. We'll help you with the process. So you can do that. Chris is right. The low-hanging fruit is Ikevia. If you're getting pushback or you're getting to see that that's not going to happen, small research clinics in your area, small research clinics in the U.S., not all of them are going to be comfortable with H-1B scenarios, but many will. I've done this for foreign trained physicians many times. Yeah, but they are already in the States. I don't think he's in the States. I think he's right. in India. Yeah, it's different. You, I would start with Ikevia. I'd say that's his only way. Unless what you're going is... to what, apply from a distance. And, hey, I started our noon, our noon meeting, so if they get on, I'm going to abruptly leave. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Okay, yes. They're not on. Okay, so when Chris gets off, I got to get off too. Okay, what is the difference between partnering with Dan's site and taking Dan's services? Well, you can't partner with my sites. It's closed. It's a closed. You can't get in. It's only like when I own a site, it's we own it, me and Chris. Maybe there's a few other people. And we won't partner with sites for the foreseeable future. But we have like 80 plus clinics getting our services across the country. And with LICR, we're starting to open that up to Latin America now, too. 
and we just had a conversation yesterday with a very large sponsor who's looking to partner with us on onboarding our site. So developing right. relationships with sponsors too for studies for, for the sites. And the call when Chris has to get off when they join the line that he's opened uh, is for a potential client looking to do just that. Yep, want to Got to go. They just a, got on. All right. So I'll join you in like five minutes. Let me get through these. Um, so SM, just text me if you're interested. 949-415-6256. Hi, what do you think about addiction studies? I think they're – I think you need to look at Chem Farm, Nancy. KMPH or Dr. Jafari. Um, I think there's a lot that needs to be done in this space. And there are a few companies like Jazz Pharmaceuticals, um, Chem Farm. There's, there's a lot of companies working on these things. So I would be networking with those companies. I think they're tough to retain in addition to, in addition to um, actually doing the study they're tough to retain patients. That's the challenge, the biggest challenge. Uh, let me see. What else? Ash said, yep. Wash, wash, wash hands. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but it's funny. These need to be longer. I know, man, but like I gotta, I have a clinic I got to get to right now. We have a CRO and SMO, and our problem is having experienced coordinators and getting consent from the patient. We lose so many patients due to this. I would invest in more coordinators specifically just for the consent process. Christina, we have a CRC Academy. If you email myself or Monica, just email me. We can have, we train coordinators in our academy all across the country. So if you're looking for people like that we've trained, um, just message us. A lot of them are looking for internship too. So it's risk-free risk free for the site. <laughs> Thank you, Ash. These need to be longer. I agree, I agree. How many GI gastroenterologists do you work with? Only one, uh, two, two. I work with two at two different sites. In your opinion, apart from oncology, which therapeutic areas have the most profitable and amount of clinical trials in the next five years? Um, that's a good question. I think it's going to be vaccines. Uh, I also think it's going to be central nervous system and GI, actually. Those three. So psych, vaccines, and GI. What else? Taking care of texts. Hi, Dan. I'm currently working as a clinical operation associate in Austin, and I'm looking to get into clinical research. Austin's awesome. Uh, reading your book. Thank you. Would you recommend contacting recruiters directly from LinkedIn or trying to find their emails first? Uh, LinkedIn's okay. Don't, don't spend too much time trying to find contact info. If you already have one, use that. Um, oftentimes, they do have their email on their LinkedIn, but LinkedIn recruiters are on LinkedIn all the time. Ophthalmology. Thank you, Gazelle. 
Ophthalmology is also hot. I want to add that as a fourth to the previous question. What in the next five years will be the most lucrative studies? I We have to add ophthalmology there. The reason I didn't bring it up is because I don't have much experience with it. I'm trying, Gazelle. I have an ophthalmologist. I need study. Please help me. Please help me. I'm meeting with him again on Wednesday out here in Yuma. So that's it, guys. I got to go. That's 30 minutes, but I'll catch you guys all later. Have a good weekend. Be, be on the lookout for more videos. Just because it's the weekend doesn't mean I, I'm done with the videos. No, there are going to be more videos. Just keep it going. Keep the likes going. Keep the hearts going. Keep the robot emojis going. Keep the comments going. Keep the sharing going. And I'll catch you all later. Bye-bye.